1: my partner, Jen Merglin, how you doing today? Girl,
2: I just went to Colorado. And? I am happy to be back in Ohio.
1: You, you didn't like the Colorado I so I know
2: I'm going to get some a lot of shade and grumpy messages, but it's just like, I realize like I'm an indoor cat and I'm like <laughs> a flat city girl. Like it's
1: too much. It's uh, too much. Well, for our Colorado listeners, can you please say something nice about the state? it's beautiful okay so good to look at
2: yeah just gonna breathe and like there's too many <laughs> outdoor activities and then like i got my to-go coffee in a jar i was like what is this Can I Have a cup? <laughs> like what are we doing
1: sustainability baby sustainability
2: right. good go earth yes
1: go earth (laughs) all right guys thanks for joining us for another round of real estate fight club we appreciate you being here and today jen and i are going to duke it out over this question what is the best structure For a team. Oh Oh, dear God help us go first. Dear God, help us.
2: If people don't know, Monica was the team leader for our Keller Williams office. So I know you have seen some shit.
1: I have seen behind the scenes of the team because the team sounds like an amazing idea. Oh, it's so good. You can make so much money. Leverage through people. Ah. Leverage through people. Never mind that you don't freaking know how to manage people. All you know how to do. Is sell real estate. Stay in your damn lane. Sure that I do. I feel strongly about this. I very rarely see a high functioning team where everybody is benefiting and the team leader is actually making more money and working less. Mm -hmm. It just it's it's a unicorn when it happens. I will say, I am sure there are several in the United States. (laughs) I don't personally, I have not personally seen one that I would point to and say, wow, excellent, high functioning team. So I'm not a fan. I think you can leverage. If your goal is more money, you can leverage by running parallel with people. Mm -hmm. You can raise your standards. You can change Mm -hmm. things. You can change your price point. You can do things to accomplish that. If your goal is to (laughs) work less, there's not a scenario in the world where a team causes that to happen. No. And if you're, but if your goal is just to build your ego and mm. feel good because you have uh, the word and team and you have four mouths that are, you know, you're responsible for and that feels good to you, then have at it. Just consider that you're ruining everybody's life around you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> for <wow>. your ego. <laughs> yeah, you are, you are. I'm saying okay. there are so few buyers agents, for instance, that are ideal for that role. They're either under talent, and, and, like ill-equipped and they are going to fail, or they're super talented and they're going to fly out of there in a year when they realize that they can do this on their own. Very few. And I do know some, they're just excellent buyers agents and they're just meant for that role and it's just right. perfect for them. Right. And I do know a couple mm-hmm. few and far between right? I
2: think like the old way of building a team, right? Like the MREA book. And I know a lot of people have read that, is kind yeah. of like the millionaire real estate agent book is, I feel like that's like, I like the concept and I like the idea. And I just think it's like an old way of doing it. So obviously like our team is called Team Synergy, as you know, okay. and I came into it wanting to, to have like a team, like create a business, all this stuff. And we've tried a thousand ways (laughs) and what I learned is it is very it is very time consuming Mm -hmm. and to what your point originally it's like I'm a I'm a salesperson Mm -hmm. and I've had other management roles I just don't like managing people people are annoying like you need a freaking job man why are you what what do you want
1: right I mean Alan your business partner is a unicorn the idea that you can have somebody like Alan to rely on and he just wants to do his thing and like we were
2: getting there But that was like an evolution, right? Like, that took, I mean, that's six years in the making and we are actually business partners. Like he's, he was on my team, but now we are partners. That's a totally different. And it took six years to get there. It Mm -hmm. wasn't yesterday we decided, oh, let's be partners. We're both, this is what I see most often. Well, we're both new or i've been in the business for 2 seconds and i want to help other agents like
1: <laughs> come on oh this idea that you've been in the business for a year and you're building a team it it, it it upsets my stomach <laughs> it, it really does it As causes me feeling nauseous right now <laughs> yeah because i could save them an entire year or two of their lives if yes. they would just listen and they won't because they need to experience it i get it yeah
2: Well, here's the thing. Here's what I came ran into. So I think our, the biggest, our team was, is maybe like 12 people or something like that.
1: That's huge.
2: It was big, but we weren't, it was actually taking me away from doing deals because Mm -hmm. I also had to manage them. So then I was thinking to myself, okay, well, why don't I get like somebody to manage the people, Mm -hmm. but it's just like, it's too complicated. And it's very expensive. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, so I can pay somebody to do this and still net the same, or I can get them remove the headache Mm -hmm. and net the same. Like Mm what, which one is, is better for me. And so I- opted to remove the headache and then it was easier and well and as you know i left the country and it's still able to work and do all this stuff but if i had a team that would have been much more difficult to do because it's all these people all the time and they're all needy it's like having a bunch of toddlers how many (laughs) toddlers do you actually want at one time none none
1: It's so true. And listen, guys, there's a solution for what you're trying to do. And I want you to get discouraged and think, oh, I have to be an individual agent my whole life. No, You can partner, you can leverage, Mm -hmm. but run parallel with people instead of inviting them in under an umbrella that you're then responsible for. for Tell us more about
2: that. I 100% agree with that. And that's what I like came to find out because it was like, I thought that. in order to be successful, it meant a quantity of people. Mm
1: -hmm. And then I'm good
2: at math. And I realized that math doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And so then I was like, wait a minute, I had to change like the my definition of success. Mm -hmm. And I was like, success means to me is money in my pocket. So I can do the investments that I want. And then I was like, okay, well, the the most amount of money is how we have our team set up now, which mm-hmm. is me and Alan as part, our partners. And then we have a transaction coordinator who also mm-hmm. inputs the listings and like, that's it. But literally our expenses are 3,500 a month. That's it.
1: Because your transaction coordinator is a cost of sale, not an expense. Right. Big difference.
2: But I'm saying like, you know, yeah. if you add all of that up, that's still that's it. Like that's really low for the amount of business that we do.
1: For sure. For sure. And it was and what a lot. you said what is the secret. You said that you had to define your own success okay. so that you could what in essence that is, is you getting clarity around what you want. Right. Defining success, getting clarity, whatever. I can't help anybody and you and I can't help anybody unless we know what exactly do you want? What are you trying to do with this team? Because it's probably, there are probably six other ways to do it with a lot less expense and and headache. And so I, if you are, you know, Hey, I want to, I want to have Boundaries in my business. I want to work, you know, reasonable whatever. I want to have every Saturday off. Or, hey, I want to make two hundred thousand dollars a year, and next year I want to make two fifty. All right, there are four hundred different strategies to achieve that. Right. Instead of bringing on responsibility, you're just weighing yes. yourself down. It's actually the opposite. Yes, of what, of what you're, you're trying to do. To. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So the number one thing is get clarity on what you want. And unless you, well, first of all, you can't be a great leader unless you have that. So you have no business bringing people in unless no. you're freaking clear. Right. I did interview an aid or talk to an agent once who had a team and they're doing really well and she doesn't know what the hell she wants. I'm like, you're, you, you're, you're on mean? a ship in the ocean and you're not, you don't you even know where, where you're going. going. Right. And you're <laughs> lucky you got these people floating around with you, but how long is that going to last?
2: Right. Exactly. Right.
1: And what are the chances of you, you know getting there? Yeah. So, clarity on what you want for sure and then we can decide what's the best leverage. Is it transaction coordinator? Is it a showing assistant? Is it simply putting standards in place? Is it upping your sale price? Is you know whatever.
2: Right. But even with people like you were talking about running parallel. So, some of my like we do that now. So, it's like, okay, if I have a seller or a buyer or whatever, instead of having people like on my team that are like part of team synergy and like i'm responsible for them and like all this there's all this expectation and all this bs mm-hmm. it's like okay i can hand pick the person that i think is going to be best for this and then i partner with them on that or yeah. i refer to them right. or whatever right exactly. and then If I, if there is somebody new, like, well, there's a couple of brokerages like ours and um, that we can bring people in and we can help nurture and train them under our system. And they can still use the team synergy stuff, like as they're getting going and I financially benefit from that, but they're not on my team. They are still their own. So when they are ready to fly on their own, there's no heartbreak around that.
1: You got it. That's exactly right. I have a team of 82 agents. Mm -hmm. I literally have a team at EXP Mm -hmm. of 82 agents. I care about them. I I offer them help and coaching, whatever. I show up that way, but I am not responsible for feeding them. Right. I support them however I can. I am benefiting from them. So yeah, I'm running a team. Of course. Yeah. The new it's team 2.0 and the old team that's outlined in that MREA, which has a lot of great points. Mm -hmm. That's that has been proven again and again, not to actually be it all that viable. Right,
2: yeah. I agree. It's too expensive. We yeah. were finding that running the bigger teams, cause the pool is to pull new agents because what happens is, is you, the agents that know what they're doing, they will end up leaving. Like, why are they splitting the money with you? Right. You're not providing enough service for them to share the money, right? Most Mm -hmm. of the time. I mean, sometimes you are. There are a few exceptions, but on a whole, you're not. And so they end up leaving. So then the idea is, okay, well, let's pull in new agents. But the problems with new agents is 85% of them or more are going to leave anyway.
1: Yeah. And And imagine the time that you have to spend on babysitting.
2: There's such a drain on resources because then you either, either you're answering their questions, which what is that taking you away from? Probably generating leads Or you're paying somebody to answer the questions. What is that taking them away from? Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just a lot of money
2: for no reason. It's
1: It's very true. But please don't be discouraged thinking, well, I can't, now I can't accomplish what I want to do. Yes, you can. You can. For sure. Yeah. I just, I I think Jen and I are both in alignment here that uh, take a second, take a pause and really consider all your options. Get grand clarity on what you want. Like your one year, three year, and five year vision of this, and like ultimately, well, what do you want the outcome to
2: be? Like, why are you in real estate? Like, for me, I realize I'm in real estate because I wanted to buy investment property. I like the investment side of it. Yeah. So, in, in order to do that, I have to net the most amount of money. In order to net the most amount of money,
1: make it lean
2: to- mean. Yes, exactly. Yeah, right.
1: Right. Well, and. Quite frankly, the secret that uh, is widely understood is that a lot of these big teams that get up on the stages and are interviewed, their lives are for shit. Their marriages are for shit. Their net income is not not what you think it is. They only talk
2: about gross.
1: That's right. And they're miserable. It's all ego. Yeah. Which is fine. If you want to have ego, that's okay. We've all got it. We've all yep. got it. Um, but when ego is making your decisions, I think it, you really do have to reflect on that. You have to be super honest. Do I just like the idea of my name in lights? Right. Do I like the idea of being responsible for people? Well, take a pause because that's not just about you. That becomes about everybody Right. You know, that you bring into your cycle. <laughs> exactly.
2: your or I, I hear a lot of people are like, well, I just want to help other agents what do you say to that? I have a lot to say. Yeah,
1: I say that's, that's just a big crock of shit. Help, help them then, then help help them mom. by being their own agent. That's actually helping them, not yes. feeding them, teaching, you know, show,
2: yeah.
1: what is it? Well, first of all, I want to
2: be like, you've been in business for one second. Okay. Like, what are you doing to help? Well, I know you know more than them, but like, that is the brokerage's job mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. Or like, yeah, have they're their own. Like, then being on your uneven foundation is not evening it out.
1: Yeah, that's so true. Uh, do you use? Do you pay people to show houses for you when you can't? If Alan's not around, we
2: have before, but no, I yeah. usually I don't. I really. do it all I've the done time. it one time. We just we have friends and we call in favors. What do you mean?
1: Well, and that's I know when you've done that for me too, and I would of course do that for you. But in the absence of that, I will freaking pay somebody. It is a cost of sale. It's fine. Yeah,
2: I think we've talked about this before. I I just did it
1: yesterday. I just did it yesterday. Oh, God.
2: I don't want to talk about this again. Yes, we need to help each bad. other. Be
1: nice. No, but it's, and I I know, but it also is a solution for somebody that wants a team. Get a That's bench. true. Get like bench. instead of a
2: buyer's agent right. and bring on like an agent, then it's, yeah. Well, and I find a lot of people when they start teams, they don't actually have their processes and systems in place. Mm-hmm. And they're thinking that like having, the, the thing about having a team, it's like they that shines a light on what the hell is wrong with you.
1: Yeah, for sure. And you're going to find awesome. out
2: there's a lot.
1: Yeah. it's So true. I don't
2: know. Should okay. We
1: I think so. I think um, we've beat down the team idea enough. It's like, <laughs> it's dead. It's dead. <laughs> it's
2: dead. All right. Well, let us head back to our corners, take a short break and hear one from our partners. And when we return, we will have the final punches. I want to tell you about Vulcan 7. Now, I know, I know you don't want a cold call, but I actually use Vulcan 7 for circle prospecting too. It's a great way to find sellers for your buyers and buyers for your sellers. And Monica's the one that showed me Vulcan 7 anyway. <laughs> and I love it. So I'm really excited that they've agreed to partner with us on our podcast. So if you want to do more deals, then you need Vulcan 7. Go to Vulcan7.com slash Jennifer Mertland for a $49 two-week trial of the system. And I guarantee you will never look back.
1: Real estate agents, do you need more time and less busy work? As a mom of 10 and a business owner myself, I know how hard it is to coordinate it all. I'm Leanne Cipollis, and I wanna tell you about Real Support Solutions. By providing marketing, admin support and training, real estate agents and small business owners can focus on revenue generating activities that improve their success. Real Support Solutions helps you manage the activities that will continue to build your business for the future while you handle the dollar producing tasks that need your time and attention right now. Go to realsupportsolutions.com, enter promo code fightclub, and get $100 off your first transaction or three hours of training. Buyers need agents. Sellers need agents. Agents need real support solutions. Call today, 513-814-7150. Welcome back. Let's get back inside the ring and close out our final round. But first, Jen, did you talk to people about this or do we have an interview? Like what's going on?
2: Yeah. I mean, tons of people, everybody's all over the map, right? Like people think there's a fallacy among agents and exactly what you said. It's like, if I have a team, then I can have more freedom and more money. And then they find out like, that's not happening.
1: Correct. Correct. <laughs> so. Please remember that we did not say 100% of the time we understand there are teams that are functioning pretty freaking well and that's great. They're just, they're just few and far between. They just don't
2: agree. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's your one minute? Is that it?
1: Um, You know, I think that is my, no, my one minute is this. Unless you are crystal freaking clear on where you're going and have extreme clarity on what you want out of this business and in your life, you have no business bringing somebody else into your orbit. It's just not responsible. So if you know, that a team is the only way for you to achieve what you want to do, then okay, go for it. Mm-hmm. But once you have that clarity, then you can look at the options, talk to people who have yeah. run teams, call Jen, call me, call anybody, and really spend time on this. This is a big deal. This is an important you, it's decision. It's not to be done like one night while you're watching TV, tomorrow I'm going to start a team. It's just, it's just not We're fair. Hiring agents. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. I agree. I Tough think tart that. Team. Is it? Yeah, right. It's not, it's just about like talking to people. It's listening, really listening to what they're saying and you'll find the commonalities. You got it. I like it.
1: Cool. Is that your closing statement? That's it.
2: Boom. You oh, did it. Oh my
1: god. All right. I think that's going to have to be the end of today's beat down on teams battle. Mm -hmm. if you enjoyed this episode if you feel strongly either way if you disagree with us we are open to that we love good healthy conversations about stuff as you know that's the basis of this podcast so go to our podcast page or our facebook page real estate fight club podcast and let us know what you think
2: oh yeah and join us on clubhouse at Thursday, noon Eastern to fight with us. It's super fun. And if you liked it, please share this episode with a friend and colleague. And of course, if you're interested in learning about EXD and the benefits and why all the teams are going there.
1: (laughs) They are, they are, and there's some real advantages for teams here, and there are teams coming and then dissipating because of the new team structure that you can have here.
2: Well, it was an eye-opener for sure, you know. Feel free to give me a call or text 513-400-1691. All right, thanks, Monica.
1: See you next time, Jen.
2: All right, welcome to our tiebreaker. I am here with Mark Blair. Hey, Mark.
0: Hey, good morning. How are you?
2: Great, how are you? Good, doing well. Awesome. So Mark is your realtor, you're an investor and you're the managing partner of MI Soul team at Keller Williams in Michigan and expanding. Yep. And we'll talk about that in a minute, but you're also our tiebreaker, which is the most important role that you have today. Okay. All
0: right. I'm here to do right. it. Here's do your question. It.
2: What is the best structure for a team?
0: The best structure for a team. So if I was a team owner per se, you've got to have someone that's a director of operations, like your go-to person who's basically almost like a replica of you that Mm -hmm. you can have that person fill in all your little uh, meetings or, you know, places to be and do and say what you would pretty much say for the most part. Yeah. So a clone basically. So (laughs) the director of operations has got to be your clone, you know, a fairly smart person who can uh, deliver the same type of message, even using their own personality or not. But beyond that, I think the team is really made up of a lot of uh, showing agents and people that are focused on buyers. That's what I believe.
2: So you're saying like the, the one like Rainmaker, and then have like the clone person who right. it sounds like that clone though, really, I would think is, say, is saying the same message, but maybe they're more operations where you're sales or whatever, right?
0: Right. Right. They're able to manage a lot more back end stuff and other bigger meetings that are related to your, you know, your team expanding or team growing or -hmm. things that your team might need as a tool, as an as an advantage. But that doesn't stop us. You know, you're not just limited there. We have a virtual assistant, of course, that takes care of all the tedious tasks. Mm -hmm. And then we have someone that will jump in every so often to to do particular video marketing. Uh, We like to do all of our own stuff because we like it to be more authentic and genuine and more connected with our people we don't want it to be overly you know produced where people are like i can't even relate to that type right. thing so we like to stay hyper hyper local when we're doing when we're doing our business
2: so then you're saying the other agents on the team like they're more like buyer or shower agents do they ever mm-hmm. like graduate to being able to do their own listings or no
0: Absolutely. Because what happens to them is they automatically at some point get referred to listing. So it's going right. to happen. The, right. the evolving process is always going to happen. It, mm-hmm. it, just, it just depends on how you're preparing that person to either get ready to evolve or they just start saying, you know what, I'm not going to do any of this. I'm just going to pass it on to you. You can take care of this part. And I just right. want to stick to what I know. And I just want to go and show houses and I don't really want to do any paperwork. And I don't really want to do this. And I just really don't want to do that. And then you you can, help, you can help your team member accomplish their goals directly and also have that work-life balance in between too.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. in my experience, a lot of agents will start by hiring other salespeople. But what in your experience is a good ratio from like salespeople to admin hires?
0: So what I found was I'll, I'll be really honest with you. I've been in a situation where it was just myself, and mm-hmm. I was getting so overwhelmingly busy. Right. Um, I found that when I, I actually hired an assistant first, and that made my life totally easier.
2: So much easier. 100%. Okay,
0: so once I was able to do that and offload a whole bunch of stuff and leverage that out, that's when I kind of felt like I could sit down with a partner and say, "Hey, this is what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and because I'm in this area and I'm focused here." could you go work that other area and I could send you all those leads and those referrals and we could start to expand the team with, with a proper balanced presence. Nice. So for me, it was kind of, kind of reverse for some, some other teams. I know a lot of times they'll, they'll bring on showing agents first and then uh, work, work with that capacity. But for me, the virtual, uh, or the assistant was actually the key to growing for me.
2: Yeah, we fought about that on one of the podcasts, like who should be your first hire. Well, actually, we didn't thought We agreed that like a transaction coordinator, like admin person should be the first hire because you're right. If you add on salespeople, now you have more admin tasks and that's not going to work.
0: Right. And also, you know, if you, if you boil it down, let's just say you don't want to grow a team very quickly or not right away. Mm-hmm. But if you just boil it down to, Your core job is really just to meet people face-to-face constantly. Right. And if you're freed up from the paperwork and you're networking and meeting with more people, your business is going to grow guaranteed Yeah, if you're out there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, speaking of growing and expanding, the MI sold team is expanding into different markets. And you had mentioned before we started recording, it's going to be probably different names depending on the markets, but you're going into Florida and other states if people either have a referral or they're interested in, in jumping into your program or learning more about like what your team has to offer, what is we the- do?
0: A, yeah, we do. Thank you for that. We do a lot of cool stuff when it comes down to that. The reason why we're expanding in Florida, it's a natural thing. We actually own investments as well. We nice. do short-term rentals. We do a lot of traveling ourselves to Florida in the winter time. So we can relate to a lot of people and what their goals are and what they're looking to do. And, just that fine balance of, you know, you want to buy a vacation property, but you don't necessarily want to pay for it. Right. So the short-term rentals is really a great okay. system once it's, yeah. once it's developed. Um, and so that's, that's leading us into doing real estate. Of course, we can't why help not? ourselves. We can't help ourselves. We have to, as soon as we get down to a market, we're like, this market seems interesting. So it's, it's been well, exciting.
2: I um uh, working on expanding into Portugal because I like Portugal. i like, it eh, Very cool they have real estate in Portugal, you know,
0: they do, they do have real estate in <laughs> Portugal. You're right.
2: <laughs> but that's cool. So what is the best way to get a hold of you? If people are looking to, because I do find that like a lot of people, at least coming in, they are wanting to be part of a system in a process. It's like, it's easier to get your business going when you are part of the process than if you're trying to figure
0: absolutely, out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, you know what, Real estate would be so much easier and better for a lot of agents if there was a mandatory internship with an agent that was super oh greatly accomplished, okay? It's it's almost like being a doctor. You do this residency, right. and then you start seeing successful doctors. Ah. What a great idea, right? Ah. So, so it only makes sense for the same concept to a business that you're trying to, I mean, it's a commission business. You don't have a lot of time to fool around, and right. you're not really looking to dump a ton of money and then just hope for the best, right? Right. it doesn't make any sense. Yes. Real estate's one of the best businesses is because you can jump in with very little money right. and if you can get a mentor, you're you're probably going to get ahead a lot faster and better. Yes. But what we recommend is that take some of our experience. We've done it for 18 years. We've sold thousands of homes. Mm-hmm. We've done a lot of cool things under the real estate umbrella in itself. Yep. So we're happy to teach it because we want the market to regulate the right way. We want people to do business the right way. Mm-hmm. We want them to build a reputation that matters and helps them last forever. But we are able to teach and coach in any state. Um, we're expanding into multiple cities. So no matter where you're at, uh, feel free to contact me. You can find me through Facebook. If you, if you punch in Mark with a C, Mark Blair Realtor, um, you'll find me right away. You see a picture of my face. And um, you can also find us through our podcast. We have a podcast called What I've Learned Podcast with Mark Blair and Grant Kropfeld, uh, my my business partner. And so you can also contact me or Grant as well through Facebook or Instagram.
2: And people should be on the lookout. We'll do a video about the what we think should happen with the uh, mentorship program or apprentice program or what did you call right. it? Like an internship. As like well.
0: a resident, almost like a residency. So it's a it's residency. almost like it should be some of this mandatory because you're building up a life and a career. Yeah. And if you're not doing that, then I think you should be uh, mandatory. Like all your uh, files and your clients should go through a system where if you're, if you're working part-time and you're not keeping up with the changes, there should be things in place that help you stay more up-to-date.
2: 100% agree. You're speaking my language. we yeah. are like best friends. All right. Friends. You're never
0: getting rid of me. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I
2: appreciate you being on. Thank you so much.
0: Oh, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it too. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews,
1: and suggestions for future topics.